Hey everybody, it's Lon Seidman. Today we're going to be taking a look at cable cards and whether or not this is the beginning of the end. There was an article the other day in TechHive about Spectrum Cable sending out a letter to everyone who is using a cable card to determine whether or not they still needed to use that device. And if you're not familiar with cable cards, they are a means in which you can receive your cable television programming without having to rent a cable box from the cable company. This has been a big source of profit margin for the cable companies because they can charge you for a subscription and charge you for the equipment to access that subscription. As we all know, they've basically encrypted or scrambled all of the things coming in over the wire. So you have to have something to decode those transmissions. And the FCC many years ago mandated that cable companies offer a means in which customers can use their own equipment if they don't want to rent something from the cable company. I have been using one for many, many years, almost a decade now. Uh, this is my HD Home Run Prime, which has a cable card attached to it, and it connects to my cable system and then puts all of my cable TV programming out on the network and anything that I have in the house with a screen that includes TVs and computers and phones can get access to that cable subscription and I don't have to pay Comcast a dime to do it. It has saved me a lot of money over the years. In full disclosure, Silicon Dust, the makers of the HD Home Run are an occasional sponsor here on the channel, but I was using this product long before they sponsored me because it really solved the problem in my home. Now, in September of 2020, the FCC dropped the cable card mandate. They did so because they said there are alternatives that people can use now to renting equipment. One example is what Comcast is doing with their Xfinity Stream app. This runs on Roku devices, I think other uh, set-top boxes as well, along with mobile phones and iPads and other things. But to get DVR functionality, you do have to pay for the X1 subscription on top of your cable TV subscription. So this is not going to be a workable alternative for many people that use their cable card for a DVR device. And that brings us back to this article, because in addition to the HD Home Run, people that are using cable cards are more than likely using a TiVo device. Now, TiVo, I don't think is even making these cable card-based DVRs any longer, or at least not coming up with new ones. But a majority of the people impacted by this email that is asking people to stop using cable cards are using TiVos, and that was kind of the focus of this article. Uh, now, Spectrum Cable, in fairness, is not getting rid of the cable cards just yet, but they are warning customers that at some point in the near future, those cards will stop working. And the reason is that the cable internet market is getting more competitive, and Charter Cable is one of the cable companies, in addition to Spectrum, looking at something called high splits, where they are trying to get more bandwidth available for upstream communications, because on cable internet, your downloads are much faster than your uploads. And cable providers are feeling the pressure from internet providers who are running fiber optic cables everywhere that are not hindered in the same way that the coaxial cables are from the cable company. This photo was taken around the corner from me. My local phone company, Frontier, has been running fiber all over the place all summer. And I got a bunch of neighbors around me complaining about the work, but there's soon going to be gigabit symmetrical fiber optic internet throughout my entire region, 
whereas before the best upload you could get was about 20 megabits per second or so in the best parts of town. Where I was, it was only like 10 or 12 with Comcast. So there is a lot of competitive pressure here to open up the upstream bandwidth and cable companies need to reallocate how their wires are currently configured to allow for that. So one of the problems here is that as cable companies begin allocating more upstream bandwidth, the frequencies that they're going to allocate for that internet activity are currently being used by cable cards. So when they employ this high split on the current DOCSIS 3.1 technology, it's going to knock cable cards out of contention. And because there's not all that many people using cable cards, cable companies see this as an opportunity to get rid of some old technology and increase their competitiveness for internet service, which has a much, much higher demand. And the reason why cable companies are looking to stick with the current technology, the DOCSIS 3.1 standard, is because DOCSIS 3.1 can support up to one to two gigabits per second on the upstream, provided they get their wires configured appropriately. And that means they can get competitive almost immediately with the fiber optic providers just by making some configuration changes in their head-end facilities without having to replace all the equipment to go to a new standard. Now, there is a new standard on the way called DOCSIS 4.0, which Comcast is committed to, but with all these fiber optic providers getting themselves up and running within weeks or months, they want to be able to act quicker, and their current technology will allow them to do that. Now, the makers of the HD Home Run do have a solution because the HD Home Run Prime Tuner could essentially reroute the signal in a way that would allow the cable card to work, but would have the HD home run communicating with the cable company on a different frequency that's not being used by the internet. But it's not clear, according to this TechHive article, whether or not the TiVos will be able to do this. Now, even though our modern cable systems are all delivered digitally, they are still transmitting much in the same way that they did when things first got started with cable television back in the 70s or so. Cable TV began as community antenna TV, basically a community that shared an antenna. And this was very useful for homes that couldn't get every station. They could subscribe to the community antenna and get all the stations that they may not be able to receive normally. And largely, even again in this digital world, even though I'm getting a digital signal here, we are basically tuning in to different frequencies on the cable. So right now, my HD home run is delivering some uh, footage from my local cable access station that is currently being broadcast from that facility. And I'm also recording something at the same time. And if we go over to my HD home run control panel here, I can monitor what's going on. So right now, the digital signal from my cable access station is being broadcast at 129 megahertz on that cable wire. And whether or not I'm watching this, that signal is always there because every one of these stations gets a small chunk of bandwidth because this is not on demand. It is available as a broadcast whenever anyone wants to tune into it. And then if we also look at my uh, first tuner here, which is currently tuned into my ABC affiliate, you can see this one is at 351 megahertz. And although this is digital and we've got a bit rate here, it is pretty much the same concept as it was back at the beginning of the broadcast era where you are tuning into something that has been allocated a certain amount of bandwidth on the wire. 
and the on-demand world that we're in is much different because when I want to watch something on Netflix, I request it and it gets delivered just to me. And bandwidth is how much room there is for all of those individual requests in the internet world. But again, the cable world is still operating much in the same way it did when broadcast TV was first making its way through these community antenna systems. Now, I had a bit of a scare the other day because all of my cable card channels suddenly disappeared from my HD home run the other day. The only thing I could tune into was the emergency broadcast system. And a lot of other folks were having trouble apparently as well. I did hear from a few people when I tweeted out my woes here, and Reggie Burnett was one of them. Uh, he was fortunate that a quick rescan brought those channels back. For me, I was out for a couple of days. I did send a tweet to the Comcast Cares Twitter account. They never responded to me, but my channels magically just reappeared after I sent that tweet out. But I don't think cable card is long for this world, primarily because so few people are using it. And as cable companies begin transitioning off of how they're currently broadcasting TV stations, I just don't think it's very viable for them to continue offering this. And of course, the FCC is no longer requiring cable companies to offer alternatives because in the FCC's mind here, because there are so many streaming options now, customers or consumers have lots of choices as to how they get their television. So that brings us to our final topic here, which are the alternatives. Now, of course, you could get your cable company streaming app, but as I mentioned, there are some limitations with this, so I can't record anything from Xfinity Stream without paying more for the right to do that. Uh, you could, though, get yourself some rabbit ears and another HD Home Run product called the regular HD Home Run uh, that offers over-the-air tuners so you can get things from your over-the-air stations. The problem where I live, though, is that I can't receive much over the air where I'm located. So I've never been able to make use of their over-the-air tuners because of the limitations I have based on where I live and how I can't pick up any broadcast signals. Now, another thing I've been playing around with, though, is channels. And I was using this a little bit when my cable card channels went out. And they have a couple of neat options here. So channels is an app that charges you a monthly fee, but it provides DVR capability. It works with the HD home run tuners, but they also support something else called TV Everywhere. And when you log in over the channels app to your Comcast subscription, in my case, you get access to a lot of your cable TV channels that you're subscribed to through this app, and it will also record those channels too. Let's have a look at that. So this is my channels control panel here, and I did do a video that has a lot more detail on how this works, which you can see at lon.tv slash TV everywhere. But basically what I did is I logged into my Xfinity account, and then I got access to all of these streaming options, but I don't get my local channels, and I don't get all the cable channels that I'm subscribed to. So it's not a perfect solution, uh, but it's one that did allow me to at least get a few of the cable channels that I wanted to record something on during the time my cable card was out. I don't think this is going to solve my problem in the long run because it doesn't get the local channels, which my wife and I like to watch. Uh, so if we do lose that cable card functionality, we're gonna have to really think about what we're gonna do to get those local channels in the future. But if you are mostly watching cable, uh, this is definitely something to try out to see what channels you get. And I do believe they have a free trial that you can play around with to see 
if this might be a good solution for you. I should also add in full disclosure that I did do a paid tutorial video for them the other day about setting up your uh, system for them, but I have found just through my uh, review of their stuff before they became a sponsor that it is a really solid platform. It is a little pricey uh, because it is a monthly fee that you have to pay to use it, but I think for some folks this might be a good alternative to having to deal with cable cards and networking and all that stuff. Now, I would love to know what you are doing to watch TV in your home because I know there's stuff out there that I haven't heard of yet that I would love to try out and do a video on. So let me know down in the comments section. Now remember, I don't get much of anything over the air, so that's going to be difficult for me to cover. But if there are cable alternatives that you're using or things like the TV Everywhere functionality on the Channels app that you think I should be taking a look at, do let me know in the comments section and I will investigate that uh, in the future because I will have to be doing something at some point uh, once Comcast pulls my cable card access away and the events that occurred over the last couple of days got me really thinking about this again. The cable card's been working so great for, again, almost a decade that I haven't really thought about it all that much, but I think it's going to be time soon to reinvestigate how we get some of the TV stations into this house. Now, those of you who follow me know that my internet is actually coming in over fiber optic from Comcast but the TV stuff is still coming in over the coax cable. So I have both coming in. There's just no internet on the coax side. It's all on the fiber side now. And again, let me know what you would like me to take a look at down below in the comments section. And that is going to do it for this look at the end of Cable Card. It is coming. There's nothing we can do about it. There's not enough of us to keep this thing going, but I'm going to use it until the very end. And hopefully, uh, when they do pry it out of my, my hands here, I will have a good alternative for getting TV into my home. That's going to do it for now. Until next time, this is Lon Seibin. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, Brian Parker, Hot Sauce and Video Games, Baby Metal Fox God, Tom Albrecht, Amda Brown, Matt Zagaya, and Tech Time with Eric. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.